0: Long Talk Radio Welcome to Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time.
1: All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Peace and welcome to uh, this beautiful new moon in Leo with me right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. It is your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Carol Goddess right here um, uh, representing Mama Dada Astrology. I'm just preparing. I'm Got my candle and my incense going, New Moon and Leo style, yes. So, you know, let me do a quick sound check because some of my mama's babies have been letting me know that maybe my little microphone might be going out simply because there's a little bit of difficulty hearing. Me. So hopefully y'all can hear me. If there's any problems, just press one on your keypad and that'll let me know that you want to... Get on if you have a question, comment, and also if you haven't any problems hearing me. So I'm going to assume I can be heard at this point. It's coming on, y'all. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, happy new moon and Leo. I hope and pray that this is a time that you're feeling hopeful. You know, that's the beautiful thing about new moon period is that it's a clean slate, baby. It is a blank chalkboard. You can write whatever you want on your little chalkboard. I intend to do this, especially with this new moon aligning with Mars. I hope your intentions have a lot to do with what you intend to do, what moves, just like the title of the show suggests, making power moves, what moves you intend to make here over the next 28 days that will impact your life for the better for some time to come. Granted, this new moon is not an eclipse. Hell, the next solar new moon eclipse is going to be in Leo. We're having two this year. So the energy is going to be similar, not the same, because there will be different aspects and alignments to color that particular new moon eclipse that aren't necessarily happening this first time. But that's the divine power of this this one that I I really want to encourage you not to sleep on is that there are some aspects and some energies that are very specific to this particular one that are are able to benefit us and to benefit our objectives and to benefit our intentions for how we want life going forward to go. We're setting the tone. We're planting the seeds of action. Every action you take is a seed. Everything you do is a seed. Everything you don't do is a seed. And that seed over the next couple of weeks is gonna be water. The sun, this is the season of the sun. Leo is ruled by the sun. So this is the season of the sun. The seed's gonna be water. The seed is gonna receive its food which is coming from the sun. And the seed is going to grow by the full moon, which is a lunar eclipse in Aquarius in two weeks. On August the 7th, we will begin to see the first sproutings and seedlings and harvest from these seeds we are starting to plant right now today. Okay? So we're, gonna, we're about to jump in. We've got a lot of ground to cover I've, I wanted to come to y'all on Wednesday as we normally do, and um, this particular season I'm in is a really extremely busy season, and so um, I'm. I, of course I didn't forget about y'all, of course not. Um, but I also I haven't even started advertising. The the link uh, will be in the episode description at some point tomorrow uh, for the eclipse packages. Uh, which have just <laughs> I told y'all last show it's two times a year when you know I barely have time to look up and those two times are the twice per year when the eclipse seasons happen and so I haven't even advertised for no eclipse package and have put together a few of them <laughs> just people who have gotten eclipse packages from me um, in in these past couple of years. Um, who just want them again and know the benefit and the power of knowing. The beautiful thing about the eclipse package, it's a package because you're getting two reports in one. There have been eclipse seasons where there were three lunations within that eclipse season. That's fairly rare, um, but it has occurred. But most of them are two. Uh, a, A lunar eclipse, which is a full moon, and that wraps up your last six months. It puts a nice little pretty bow on your last six months, it kind of ushers out that old stagnant energy. And then the second part of the package is going to be the solar eclipse new moon, which is setting off, which is going to be that second Leo uh, new moon that we have here at the end of the month, at the end of August. And that sets off your next. Six months. Okay, so that is what the Eclipse package consists of. Um, for anybody who's ordered one so far or requested one so far, I have um, added on a complimentary 30 minute consult uh, just to kind of make it more affordable so you're not having to pay separate for a consult. That's just my way of saying thank you for entrusting me with the divine opportunity and privilege that it is to serve you in this capacity and explain to you kind of how these two seasons uh, are blending, the ending of one six-month season and the beginning of the new next six-month season. So that link will be up. Um, It's not in the episode information right now, but it will be in there as of tomorrow, and it will be updated on my website as of tomorrow. So you can begin ordering those packages. The sooner, the better for the people that have already ordered them. That's what I've been communicating to them, just my... (laughs) I mean, that's a, that's been the premise of Mama Dada Astrology for all these, well, all these years. The last couple of few years we've been on the air is that we stay ahead. We stay ahead. We, we're, we're looking at energies ahead of time, typically a week ahead of time, if not more. And we stay ready and ahead so we don't have to get ready or get ahead later on. Uh, one of the ones I've consulted with about eclipses this season so far, I was just letting them know that that's pretty, you know, they got some Scorpio in their chart, some water in their chart, and those people tend to be pretty in tune and pretty um, psychic, that water energy, cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. They tend to be really on point, intuitive, and psychic. So I'm sure that's what led them to kind of like get a head start. But I was letting them know if, if people like you, that tends to go into these eclipse seasons are intense. Eclipse seasons are life-altering. <laughs> it wasn't but a few ecl- a couple of two, three eclipse seasons ago, I got kicked out on my tail. Okay? So e- powerful things, a couple of people that I've talked to already, they've had some eclipse-worthy events, things going on with jobs that are literally affecting their livelihood. That's eclipse type of events. These type of events are affecting your life and lifestyle. Look at your homeboy's kills, our kills. Look at your homeboy Usher. Look at your homeboy Kevin Hart. Lifestyle is being affected at this time because that's, that's the the degree the, to the which these eclipses will tend to affect us, period, and in general and specifically. So um, the thing about eclipse energy is to get a head start. Eclipse energy can begin a month up to a month before the first eclipse. This first one is occurring on August the 7th. So as of July the 7th, around that time, some things have been popping off. I've been noticing things since the um, full moon and Capricorn, which was, uh, oh, I got the calendar right here, and I got it all covered in. Yeah. It was uh, on the 8th. So, yeah, around the 7th. I've been noticing stuff going on. I've been being contacted by people since way back then and have been noticing things in my own life since way back then. So, Eclipse energies can swoop in up to a month ahead, and they can linger up to a month after. So, this last one is occurring on August the 21st up to probably around September 21st. Things can still be kind of jumping off and popping off for people. Okay. Um, it was so funny. It wasn't funny, but it was that I had been mentioning to y'all on the show around the time of the full moon in Capricorn there uh, earlier this month. Uh, I was mentioning some things about the the powerful alignment of uh, Mars opposite Pluto. You know, I was going in. You know what? Before I even mentioned that, y'all, y'all know I can't go too far. Without revering, honoring, respecting, remembering, and uh, just paying homage to our divine, righteous ancestors. For without them, we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Got to do it every time, y'all. So it's the only reason I get to come back here every week, aside from Brother (laughs) Ampu, who is the second one I always have to thank. Thank you, Brother Ampu, for the opportunity to come back here and share healing with the world via this platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but it was that Mars opposition Pluto I was talking to you all about around the time of the full moon and Capricorn that I said, okay, <laughs> we got Mars that's talking about sex. Opposite Pluto that's talking about secrets and the taboo and psychological and deeply, deeply sexual Standing across from each other just like a full moon. And what what, what do y'all know about what happens at a full moon? Stuff becomes fully illuminated. Full awareness. Can't hide it under the light of the full moon. It's going to show up and it's going to show out. People get to ticking around, moon is ticking around that time and everything. And so with Mars and Pluto in the same relationship. Standing opposite each other, just like a full moon, but instead of the sun being on one side and the moon being on the other, with this uh, alignment here at the full moon in Capricorn, it was Mars on one side and Pluto on the other. So, what you think (laughs) was going to happen? I told y'all what was going to happen. And from that, right after that, you heard, you started hearing about Rob and China. Then trickle down, we just started the new moon and this person moon and Leo season today, this rising. So between that full moon in Capricorn and yesterday, we must have had, y'all, almost two handfuls stories coming out about people's sexual secrets, and they still coming out. They still coming out. The lady, she waited, baby. She waited right up until the full, the new, this new moon in Leo, the this latest one. <laughs> that's exposing, uh, Usher. Golly, she said, let me hop on this uh, uh, lawsuit train. I want ten milli. I want ten milli out of them because I had sex with them too. I had unprotected sex with him too, and recently, she's <laughs> trying to let it be known he's married and he's been sleeping with me. And so, you know, I'm mentioning things like this because I want y'all to pay attention to the very things that a lot of these other astrologers. And when I say stuff like that, for those of y'all who um, who follow me on. Uh, Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook. Then uh, definitely make sure that you like that Facebook page. Make sure that you share my most recent post that was tonight talking about this show. Because because I want more followers. No, I I got a little over a hundred followers and I'm happy with that. It's a, it's probably that them same little over a hundred people that listen to the show every week. I'm cool with that. If it was one, I would be cool with it because. I'm here to serve in a healing capacity those who want to be powerful instead of pitiful and instead of experiencing life as something that is happening to them. these The people, the faithful few, we are the ones that are choosing to experience life as something that is happening for us, the good, the bad, the ugly. I told y'all last uh, uh, not last week, it was a, around the time I was telling y'all about the this Mars standing opposite Pluto um, energy. I told y'all <laughs> I said, you know, I'm standing and fighting another Mars keyword. I'm mentioning Mars for a couple of reasons because that Mars opposition Pluto energy is still quite prevalent, but also because Mars is a major player. In this new moon that had just happened just this rising that's affecting us for the next 28 days, don't sleep on Mars. Mars is not, Mars do not be playing if you can't tell <laughs> from the last couple of weeks. Mars ain't an energy that really plays around. You know, that's the sun. That's Leo. You know, that's the playful energy. But Mars is a fighter, Mars is a soldier. Mars wants to go to war. Mars wants to get on that front line and fight. Okay? Mars wants to take action. And Mars is our sexual energy, and it matters what we do with it. It matters what we do with it, especially when it's standing across from Pluto, and it's going to fully illuminate and tell all your secrets. That's when it begins to matter, or that's when it begins to become clear of uh, the impact and the importance that every action that we take has. Every action that we take is going to have a reaction. You can run around here sleeping with people unprotected knowing you done got diagnosed with a disease if you want to. And there will come a day you may get away with keeping that secret for a long time, but maybe eventually Mars is going to oppose Pluto and tell on you, tell your sexual secrets and what you've been doing, what kind of actions you've been taking, okay? You can get away with your sexual secrets for a while, but then Mars is going to stand opposite of Pluto, and it's going to tell that you've been manipulating the naivety of young women and putting them in positions that may not necessarily be for their highest good, especially when you're talking about them not being able to be in contact or even really not able. When you've taken somebody's phone, You've taken their phone. You've given them a replacement phone. And I'm sure if you've given them a replacement phone, it's because this, this, is a, this phone is special, okay? This phone got some settings on it. It's been configured just right to where you know everything that's going on. You don't have to be in the dark about what's being communicated on that phone and through that phone. You know, that's when think that stuff begins to be exposed. When you are making it seem a certain way to people, but it's really a different way, you know, even with Robin China, even with Kevin Hart, the Mars up Pluto going to tell on you. And that, baby, that was when I tell you what was going on around July 7th or 8th with a preview of coming attractions for this eclipse that's going on August 7th, 8th I'm here to tell you we ain't seen nothing yet. You think people aren't trying to take certain secrets, especially the sexual ones, to their graves and have somehow managed to convince themselves that they might actually successfully do that? They're not accounting for the stars. They're not accounting for the very thing that mo- a lot of people crap on and are so quick to dismiss. Oh, you study astrology? You crazy? Oh, you you're an astrologer? Oh, uh, like <laughs> like that's a disease being an astrologer. Like it just like you've been marked for life. You're an astrologer. Oh, uh, uh, you're one of those. You know. And it's like, you know, you can sleep on that all you want to, but this is the age of Aquarius, my precious dear baby. This is the age of Aquarius. What does Aquarius rule, you might ask? Astrology. What does Aquarius rule, you might ask? Change. What does Aquarius rule, you might ask? Revolution and rebellion. What does Aquarius rule, you might ask? Sudden and unexpected changes. Uranus is also a key player in this new nation, this current new moon and Leo. Mars is the mo- number one major player. That's why I've been speaking on it so far pretty vehemently. Kyron is actually the second major player. That's, that adds to the title of this show. I don't just throw slap titles up there. These, these key words in the title are very specific to the energies that are at play right now. Kyron is the wounded healer. Kyron is the wounded healer, y'all. When when you hear terms being thrown around like Stockholm Syndrome, with the young sister that's living with um, R. Kelly uh, Savage, we'll just call her Sister Savage, um, uh, Michael Vick, and you hear this word Stockholm Syndrome getting thrown around. And it's like you ask yourself, how do you, how does one, how does one uh, be, we'll just for lack of a better term, say victimized? I don't like that word because it, 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 it assumes that people are powerless and I don't, I, I don't believe that. Unless you're a child or unless you're an elderly person, I I don't believe that you're you're powerless, okay? Um. But these pe- people are in these positions where they've been victimized, and they begin they've begun to fall in love, not overtly but there is a subconscious thing going on right beneath the surface, and a lot of it's in plain sight. These people are covert in their manipulation because, and this is what I was uh, referencing shows ago when I was talking about pedophilia, pedophiles, and all of that 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 is being exposed. Because it's right beneath the surface. And it's right in plain sight, but if you there's a there's a process these predators use, and it's called grooming. You can substitute the word predator for oppressor. Okay, you can substitute the word predator for master, a master of a slave. Okay, someone who who didn't sign up to be a slave. They didn't. Have You know, they didn't have the sign-up sheet, and people came by and said, God damn it, that sounds like some shit I want to be involved in. Please let me be a slave. Okay? This is where people are being put in positions against their will or against their consent or against their level of reasonable understanding of what is going on and taking place. I'm sure Michael Vick has been groomed. You can't tell me he hasn't been groomed to think the way that he's thinking. You can't tell me that 15 and 20 years ago that was his thought process in and of his own doing. But at a certain point in the grooming process, these victims gain an affinity towards their oppressor, towards their, the predator involved, towards the master involved, and their allegiance begins to uh, align with them. I've done a lot of studying here uh, over some time now on narcissistic abuse, um, sociopathic abuse, psychopathic abuse, Within the context of relationships, some of these people, some of these victims are, in these, are, are being victimized by their own parents. Some by their own partners in, in romantic relationships. Okay? And it can be really subtle. It can be really subtle. I was mentioning some stuff some shows ago when I was first talking about it. And um, this is a, t- a time of healing. This, this, it was, I've, been, I've been going pretty strong almost 25 minutes now on this energy, but I'm here to tell you this show that there is an opportunity being gifted, gifted, The new moon in Leo that just occurred, this rising, is in a perfect trine. That alignment and aspect is considered a gift, a flowing gift, one you don't have to work for. All you have to do is open up and receive it, be willing to receive the gift that is this trine from the new moon to Kyra. In Pisces, such a healing energy. I just sat here and told y'all, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces got that that intuition popping. It's an energy where things, it's, it's already a flowing energy just being in water. That's where Chiron is right now. It's in Pisces, a water sign. And then you got the nerve to put a trine on it to where it flows effortlessly and easily. To, to this new moon, this first new moon in Leo energy, uh, alignment, lunation. And so I'm here to tell you, all you got to do is open up and receive it, my baby. Sister Savage, all she got to do is, is open and expand to, to beyond, okay? Open and expand beyond, well, my bill, I don't have to worry about bills. I don't have to worry about getting a job. But but to expand beyond that and see that <laughs> you're trapped in a closet and you don't get the freedom that are just afforded us to just be able to go where we please and talk to who we please and love who we please and receive love from who we please. We can only receive love from your uh, pedophilia cell. What's that sound like? And so it's, it's, it's a special place for R. Kelly boy. He, he, he learned his lesson. He says, <laughs> they, show, they keep showing this clip of him at one of his concerts holding up a sign. And the sign literally, the biggest thing you can see on the sign is this big one. It's huge. This, huge, this man is walking around behind him on the stage carrying it. And there's this huge one right beside this huge eight. And then underneath the 18, the, the the letters are smaller, and it says, <laughs> I just thought about that. And it's smaller, and it says and over. He don't really want you to see the and over part, but that 18, boy, it's, it's all you can see. So, you know, he learned from his mistakes back in the, in the past where he said, no, I'm going to make sure they at least 18 now, you know. They're going to be legal, but they're going to be barely legal. I want them when they still don't know nothing about nothing. I want to teach them. I want to teach them my ways. That's what I'll be telling y'all about this Pluto energy. Is uh, And Pluto comes into play because uh, I've been mentioning the Mars Pluto opposition, which is still in place. Uh, Pluto is going to come up also. Ooh, and it's where to Jupiter, y'all. Pluto's going to come up again. Uh, here at the beginning of August it's aligning exactly on August the 4th um, in a square to Jupiter. Okay, and that's going to bring out, it's a square, so that's a challenging aspect. So that's going to easily bring out some of these lower manifestational vibrations of Pluto, which is the obsessiveness, which is the jealousy, which is the control, which is the manipulation which is the trying to exert power over another. But what do I always tell y'all about, Pluto? The highest vibration that you can access Pluto on is the ability to control your own self. Now, think about this. Our Kelly can manipulate and control some children. We're going to call them children because they have no idea. I remember when I was 21. That's I believe Sister Savage is 21. Uh, I I remember that time. I remember thinking I knew everything at 21. But I remember in retrospect, I was just as backwards and fold-off as I wanted to be, but will argue you down that I knew what I wanted and where I was headed. Now that I know what I know about astrology, well, damn, I... At twenty one, you ain't even had your no Saturn return. Uh, three, six, nine. Hell, at twenty one, you are having a Saturn square. You damn show. Sure. <laughs> you're at twenty one because you're having a Saturn square. Seven years away from your Saturn return, you are being keenly. Sister Savage is in a time in her life where she is being keenly aware and shown just how much he doesn't know but but R. Kelly I'm sure is taking prime advantage of that you know this ain't his first time around the the block so I was mentioning Pluto and these lower manifestational vibrations because that energy is you know it's, it's still really prevalent now because it's uh, in an alignment with Jupiter, a challenging one at that, At here just coming up on August the 4th, it's still going to be in place and still going to be very easy or at least tempting. Now, with Jupiter, Jupiter wants to, <laughs> y'all know Jupiter wants to expand everything. Jupiter is always wanting more. So, depending on what vibration of Pluto you're accessing, you may, it, <laughs> it may get even deeper. That's why I'm saying this to y'all because I I really am sensing that we haven't seen anything yet. I am sensing that we are being given a preview of coming attractions. You can watch the trailer of a movie all day. You can watch it. You literally can watch it all day. You can watch it over and over and over until that movie finally comes out or until you bootleg it before it comes out. You're not going to know the ins and outs of what all it entails that preview was trying to show you. So I'm here as your world healer ahead of time, staying ahead you can go back, you can go back three or four shows and and really catch up and, and listen to all the shows from about four shows ago up until now, and and finally be caught up to where we are are now. That's how ahead we've been. Four shows ago, I was talking about energies that are in play right now. And so, uh, this particular show, I'm talking about this new moon in Leo and the healing uh, aspects of it, um, the complicated aspects of it. Uh, There's also a square going on for Uranus, and, and that's... That also feeds into the part of the title that talks about making power moves in the direction, a new direction, because Uranus, like I was just mentioning about Aquarius, Uranus rules Aquarius, I was mentioning about the age of Aquarius, so Uranus is going to have very similar keywords, and the fact that Uranus is squaring this first New Moon and Leo means likely it's a square, so it's a challenge. It could, if it could show up in our lives as a challenge, but a challenge that is giving us an opportunity to shift, to change, change direction, and it may be sudden and unexpected. You may surprise yourself. I'm not going to manipulate people anymore. I am going to learn to control myself. I'm going to access higher vibrations of Pluto and make a transformation. I'm going to rise from the ashes like a phoenix. I'm going to get up, out this, I'm going to get up off my belly as a caterpillar. I'm going to get up out this cocoon. I'm going to spread my butterfly wings and I'm going to fly. Yeah, I was on the ground sliding around on my belly yesterday, but today I'm flying because likely Uranus governs that flash of awareness, that insight. It may have come to you just at at, at a moment like, you know what, This this is not right. And I love how there's this conjunction to Mars at the same time that there's this square to Uranus. Because it's it's suggesting that we're going to change our actions. I was recounting to one of my mama's babies this past week, and I've mentioned it to this mama's baby before, but it just seems that it came up again because in their particular chart they got, you know, some energies that are reminiscent to some of the things I've gone through. And when you think about Mars, you've got to consider The energy of anger, you know, Mars governs war and blood. Think about when your blood is boiling, you know what I mean? There's a heat element to Mars. Um, I'll talk to y'all here when I cover some of the aspects in the week ahead that this is a week. The new moon is in alignment with Mars, but later on this week, it conjuncts exactly. So... Uh, that energy is being activated and charged up. This is a week where it matters what you're doing with your sexual energy. It matters what you're doing with your heat. It matters what you're doing when your blood boils. It matters what you're doing with what motivates you. Mars is talking about motivation. And so I was mentioning again to my mama baby about this, kind of Mars and Uranus energy in my own life where there was one point, and I've mentioned it, I think, one other time on the show, but there was a point in my life, (laughs) believe it or not, (laughs) where I had a horrible temper, horrible temper, and I don't mean having a tantrum in the floor. I mean being violent. I mean, taking my anger and frustration, which in retrospect, now I see it was a direct result of repressed energy because uh, I felt a certain way about things that had happened to me, but I wasn't expressing it. I didn't know how. I was a child. And I didn't know how to say, just like, you know, Michael Vick don't know how to say, you know, I'm being oppressed (laughs) By my oppressor, the savages don't know how to say I am experiencing Stockholm syndrome and am falling in love with my captor. She don't know how to say that. So I didn't know how to say I have I had been molested by someone that my family trusted for me to be around. Thank God it wasn't a family member, and I don't have to tell that ratchet ass story. But it was still very traumatizing, and it affected me, and I repressed it because I didn't know how to express it. As a result, it came out anyway. That's the kicker with Mars. Oh, it's going to come out. You don't think Usher is dealing with something where he can have the audacity to sit with people and not tell them that it's his status? You don't think R. Kelly going through something or have been traumatized at some point where he is inflicting this on other people? Come on. You think Kevin Hart ain't going through something or been going through something when this current wife and the ex-wife going to end up having the same exact story? I had a story to tell, and I didn't know how to tell it. So I just took it out on people and was violent as I wanted to be. Drew blood and everything. I told y'all Mars governs the blood. Drew blood and everything. And one day, <laughs> it was that last time, it was that last time. Up, up until then, I hadn't drawn blood. But that last time where I drew blood, my mom was like, come here, let me talk to you real quick about what that that right there is going to do for you coming up in your life if you don't figure out how to get a hold of yourself and get control of yourself, you're going to end up in jail because what you did is a crime, or you're going to end up dead because you're going to meet your match, somebody who don't give a flip about your temper, and they're going to get this butt and the blood going to be coming from you. And it was like this Uranus thing. That's why I'm I'm mentioning this because of the the similarities with the energy that's going on now and how things can change and shift. And suddenly and unexpectedly, you can have a flash of awareness or insight. Maybe it's like someone dropping some real seal on your tail that says, you're going to mess up. You're going to really mess up your life if you don't, make a course correction immediately. And I don't know, something clicked in me. (laughs) Maybe because it was coming from my mom and maybe because just, you know, your mama know how, she know how to talk to you. I don't know. But after that day, it just, something clicked in me. I just, that sounded, I didn't like the way that sounded. (laughs) Being in jail or, you know, meeting my mat, because I knew what I could do. And thinking about meeting somebody who could do what I could do, I didn't like that. And I haven't had any issues with that on a physically violent level since then. What I do remember, and that's why I was mentioning to one of my mama's babies, what I do remember is that there were things I would do after that that kind of was, I guess, my childlike way of getting that energy out and expressing it I, I was telling them, Uh, one of the things I would do, I would get a pillow, and I would scream into the pillow. I mean, you're a child. You can't just scream in the house. Your parents gonna come in there and probably knock you aside your head and say, shut the hell up. (laughs) So I would get a pillow, and I would press it up against my mouth and my nose so I could, like, really muffle it, and I would scream. I would scream. I told my mom and said, I would scream until my face hurt. I was just up. I was just angry. I was upset. I didn't know how to say I had been molested. I didn't know how to say I had been violated. I didn't know how to say, I, especially for children. And keep this in mind: if you know anybody in your life, or know somebody who knows somebody, the child tends to feel guilty. We know this child didn't. You know, once again, just like with the slave uh, uh, analogy, nobody went and signed up that day and said, put me in line first. I want to be the first slave, please. And children don't go signing up to be abused. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen. That doesn't mean that people don't take advantage of, of people in vulnerable states like being a child or being elderly or being disabled being mentally disabled, those people tend to get abused a lot. It's certain people. When I say predator, I'm telling you there are certain people out here looking for somebody with a weakness they can exploit. Oh, you're young? I can exploit that. I know how to. You ain't never seen R. Kelly with somebody his age. He wouldn't know what to do with a woman his age. He would have to actually heal and grow up in order to be on the level of a grown woman. But when he's dealing with these children, and I continue, I will continue to use these, but I don't give them a damn if they're 21 or 18. These are babies. These are babies that don't know any. I, I put them in the category of babies because they don't know any better. You know, it, it, it's a nice little thing to think that they know the difference between right and wrong, and for the most part, they do. I'm not letting them off the hook, but what I am saying is that R. Kelly will not go to a 36-year-old or a 45-year-old woman, somebody closer to his age, and try to pull these same up because he will get the dog crap slapped out of him. Ain't nobody signing up to be your puppet. Ain't nobody signing up to be in your harem. Ain't nobody signing up to be in your cult. You're going to have to trick somebody to get them to to buy into that BS. You're going to have to trick a child to make them think it's okay to touch them in a certain way just because your sick, twisted mind actually is getting off on it. And I'm not here to shame, you know, I think about even my situation because the person that violated me was not even an adult themselves. So once again, likely these people have been perpetrated on and that is just how they have dealt with it, you know, or not dealt with it. I thank God that me being violated, violated as a child never, it, it it has never been a desire for one second for me to in turn violate another child. For whatever reason, it just, Put into me to help children. I have all. Look at look at my show, Mama Dada. You can't be a mama unless you got babies, okay? I got the title Mama Dada from some babies I was teaching. They weren't the first babies I taught. I've been babysitting, teaching, rearing, helping rear from newborn on. Probably since I was a a young adult, maybe in my twenties, that I I remember uh, I worked at a YMCA at one point, and they put me they put me over the largest school. That's just they sensed this impact that I had with children, and I was brand new. I was brand new, and they put me over the largest school. I was over fifty some odd children in an after school care program. I had two assistants since it was that many children, but I was the head um, person. And, you know, I had all races and all ages from kindergarten to the fifth grade, and those were my babies, I tell you, every last one of them. And you can imagine, we would be in a gym after school, and, you know, we had to set up these different stations for the children and all that kind of stuff. So you're dealing with children from every kind of uh, economic background, um, all just different children, mental capacity. I distinctly remember having a couple of them that were just on a slower mental level, and you know, you put the wrong, you put the wrong adult in a situation like that to govern these children, and it could be a recipe for disaster, especially when you got some helpers, and you could likely go off. It's, it's always, like I say, it's always right beneath the surface, but in plain sight. Everybody, that's why I'm telling you, Mars is about the motivation behind the actions, not just the actions, the motivations behind the actions. Our Kelly's a grown-ass man. He knows what the hell he's doing. I don't know that I could say the same for the per- person that perpetrated on me. They weren't even an adult themselves. Motivation, everything. Maybe this person's motivation was just <laughs> copying what somebody had done to them. Thank God it only happened that one time. It's so powerful. Thank God my mom. Thank God my mom is a Scorpio. And the day that it happened. They were, both of my parents were just picking up on some differences between me and my sibling that had got babysat that day. And they said they couldn't explain it, but if something was not right and something in their spirit and energy told them not to take us back there anymore, we were never uh, babysat by that person ever again after that day. So thank God for intuition. Thank God for, you know, sensing something is off And going with that gut, not saying, well, you know, we got to go to work, and it's summertime, and we can't find nobody else to watch them, so we kind of suck. No, hell no. I know what my babies act like on a day-to-day basis, and after this time getting babysat, they acting different. I don't like it. Hell no. A lot of the energies I'm coming at y'all with does mimic also this tarot reading that I pulled for this week ahead. I usually save it for the end of the show, but it it keeps coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> That's why i will be telling y'all the cards don't lie. The card that I pulled for the overall energy for the week ahead is the Ace of Swords, and the card for the future position is the Five of Swords. The Five of Swords in the future. At first, I looked at it and I said, God damn, now I'm going to pull a Five of Swords for our future. Like, this is the energy we walked walking into this week, really? The Five of Swords, really? <laughs> but the Five of Swords is the only card I pulled that, that is a no card. And I'm mentioning it now because of the energy of my parents, the energy, I've actually been getting some very specific messages regarding situations in my life coming up in this new season where I'm going to utilize and exercise my right to say no. I can only imagine Michael Vick got probably, you know, coached before he got on that show. That wasn't off the top of the dome. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that BS to him. His master told him to say that bull. And he could have said no. My parents said No i got situations coming up in my life where I'm in this season right now that I know I'm going to have to say I've already been practicing. <laughs> no. I don't have to cuss you out. I don't have to fight you. But I can stand on that front line just like this margin energy that's so intertwined with this new moon and Leo. And I love that the sun and the moon, they're such. They're, they share energies. Y'all know the sun rules Leo. And Mars, those Aries, they're both fire signs, both passionate energies, both bold energies. Mars is fearless. Leo's sun energy is, it has a sense of courageousness, like that lion that governs that Leo energy, that is representing that Leo energy. Just brave. And you've got to be brave and fearless in order to let your no be enough. One, one of the things I'm going to keep, continue to teach children and really put an emphasis on is the power of no and hollering it out. Somebody doing something to you and you don't like it or you don't understand it, no. I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't like this. No. And you holler that out loud around. Because I'm telling y'all, the stuff be happening in plain sight. Right beneath the surface. But you holler out a good no. <laughs> and you see if them heads don't roll and turn. People going to be looking like, what is going on? Why is this? No. That's the energy of this Ace of Swords. Uh, combined with this five of swords. The ace of swords going into our week ahead says that we the ace of swords governs all the air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And it talks about this very insight and clarity and awareness that this square to Uranus may be challenging us to ascertain. It's there. The fact that it's in the overall position lets me know that – it's the only card that flew out. It flew out when I was shuffled. Clarity and insight and awareness is ours to ascertain right now and this week ahead. The Ace of Swords talks about justice being served, the Ace of Swords talks about truth and fortitude and victory and breakthrough. And bravery being required, it takes bravery to stand for justice and truth a lot of times. I'm sure Michael Vick is aware of that. He, he didn't, that particular day, I'm not going to speak on the dear brother like I know him, but that particular day, he didn't stand up in, in his bravery. And that's what this season is calling for. The very brother that he was ostracizing, Colin Kaepernick in fact, has been and is standing up, being brave, utilizing mental force and head over heart. Ace of swords is also an epiphany. Same thing, flash of insight and awareness. And going forward, I just got to speak on it since we're we're talking about it, going forward and always ahead and in the season ahead, the five of swords says that change is coming, baby. <laughs> change is coming. Change happens when you stand up and say no. You holler out no. Think about a child that's in a particular situation and they just holler out of nowhere. No. You don't think the person that they're hollering out no to is going to change, switch up what they're doing? The thing is, a lot of children don't know that they have that power. They're children. All they know is play and, you know, uh, ask for stuff and just having fun. The this very Leo energy and season we're in right now, we're getting two new rooms in the energy. It's so powerful right now. But the five of swords says that, uh, you know, the five of swords represents force. I love that. With the no. Come on. That's why I say not a not no. No. And it's a forcefulness behind it. The the five of swords represents open dishonor. What did I just what have I been telling y'all? This stuff is happening in plain sight, but just beneath the surface. Out in the open, open dishonor. The five of swords reminds us going forward in this season ahead, and specifically in this week ahead. That's what I prayed about over the cards before I drew them. In this week ahead, I love it. The five of swords says to seek out and, and confront the things that you fear. Seek out and confront it. The five of swords is about overcoming disappointment and overcoming personal challenges. We can do it, y'all. Mike Vick can do it. Sister Savage can do it. Usher can do it. He don't have to get clowned and live a shameful life. He can make a different decision to respect his wife. He can make a different decision to respect himself and, and people that he would like to engage in. There are people that have HIV that expose their that, that exposes status, and they continue to have romantic relationships. People are still willing to sleep with them. <laughs> so it's not a death sentence It's not the end of your life But if you continue to Perpetrate on and violate people And not let them know what is going on that, that, that is a death sentence Because in a sense Because you're living a lie You have to live a lie You don't have to live a lie He don't have to live a lie He can, he can take this AC4 of swords energy And start telling the damn truth the Ace of Swords cuts through the BS. Okay? And so just to wrap up the um, energy with the Five of Swords, it is talking about standing up firm. That's a stand-up firm hell no. (laughs) I can't wait, y'all. I can't wait. The Five of Swords also talks about self-interest. That's what I want to also communicate to children as I'm endeavoring to really take a stand towards a lot of these Atrocities and crimes against people who aren't in a position to fend uh, for themselves. Which is, um, you know, you don't you don't have to accept any old thing that's happening to you, and you don't you don't have to be scared. I know that's easier said than done, but this five of swords for us in the week ahead is talking about fighting back. Mm-mm. Nope. And there, there is a portion of the Five of Swords that um, talks about distancing yourself from the battlefield so that you can reflect. And I think uh, that's another key thing with uh, children who are being abused, you know, especially if it's going on in their own home. They probably scared, to hell, they got to live with the damn perpetrator, too. Like, you really going to tell on oh, mommy or daddy and... What, are they going to take you to the police department? Are they going to take you, you know, to a counselor so you can tell on them? So, but in a, in an adult situation, um, you know, if something's going on, like the sister Savage, if she was away from that place long enough, she could see a lot more clearly, I'm sure, you know, what's going on. And so, oh, let's. Keep it moving, y'all. The last thing I was mentioning was just some uh, more aspects of this uh, new moon. I mentioned Mars. I mentioned Uranus. I mentioned Chiron. And those are the main hitters, okay? Uh, So what I'm going to do now is jump into the week ahead kind of in the timeline to break that down for you guys. Uh, which really starts today. I would have done the show on Wednesday, but it starts today, and uh, so y'all can kind of just be on the lookout. It's a lot going on, and if you can recognize these energies for what they are when you see it—be it on uh, in the news or be it in your own life—then you can come from a place of awareness, and and you can stand up firm. And you can confront the things that are kind of scary. It's kind of scary, the world we're living in right now, right? But we don't have to be scared. These swords cards are about mental energy. They're about our thoughts. They're about our words. Hell, the ace, that's a one. And it is about cutting through BS. So come on, that shows you how powerful this, a seed, the seed of an ace of swords is. Um, we had a uh, we started today out Sunday rising uh, with a, a void moon. That's not really relevant right now because clearly, as 3:33 a.m. Central, the moon is in Leo. Okay, so you know, I know I'm coming to with some pretty heavy en- energy for the moon to be in Leo and Leo to be about you know um, joyful living and living for fun and living with an open heart, generosity, warmth, cheerfulness, uh, uh, the, it being easier during a time of Leo to be lifted out or lifted up from a dark place or from a heavy place, you know, because it's the sun. The sun rules Leo. When the sun comes out and it shines, come on. Even the gum plants and trees. Wake up and liven up And the grass stands up To salute the sun Come on What they tell you Even the birds sing they song When the sun comes out So that's the energy of Leo The energy of Leo um, Is just Fun It's color It's uh, Encouragement Okay It's uh, the ability to laugh and and play and be dramatic. And Leo governs children. (laughs) Y'all see me? Leo governs children. Leo governs our inner child wanting to come out and play. Maybe it'll be during this season. Like I told y'all, this is a preview of coming attractions that we've been living through. And maybe during the time of Leo, Sister Savage, might her inner child might say, you know what, <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. I can I, you know, I, I want to come out and play. I can't even go out the house unless I'm with this. Jack, Jack. <laughs> I want to call him so many things, y'all. I'm to keep it cool. I'm, I'm, I'm reserving my energy for when I need to have take this ace of swords and turn it into the five of swords and be forceful and fight back and overcome personal challenges and disappointment and stand up firm and seek out and confront my fears. I want to use this Mars and energy that's in alignment with this sun, moon conjunction, this color in the next 28 days, and I want to conserve it for when I need it, when I'm on the front lines and ain't got no choice but to fight. So <laughs> I'm going to let our Kelly make it. He's just going to be a jack. Today, <laughs> you know, with the Ace of Swords, you're, that you look at the card of the Ace of Swords, and you see that that sword. You cut through all kind of stuff with your thoughts, with your words. So I want to conserve my words and the potency and power thereof for when I need to stand up and give out a forceful no, hell no. So I can slice and slice them rat demons, <laughs> rat devils when necessary. I just have a feeling with this eclipse season coming up and the preview of attractions that we've been having that I might have to slay some devils, and I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, when the moon is in Leo, when this Leo energy is a good energy to just, you know, tell jokes and you know, laugh at funny pictures and definitely, like, surprising somebody with something just for the fun of it and, you know, encouraging someone you love and wearing warm colors like yellow and orange and red. Well, we're going to, you know, with all this margin energy, let me tell you, might want to stay away from that red, might want to leave it to the yellows and the lighter orange juice. Because that red that represents Mars, if you're not vibrating high or if someone around you who is picking up on that color is not vibrating high, it may trigger or activate Mars as an activator. <laughs> and it's lining up with the sun exactly this week. So, um, yeah, no, just a word for the words of the wise. Um uh, Leo energy is about fun, so it's even about dating and flirting and romance. If you're coupled up already and you're not in a position to date, it's definitely about uh, this, this heat. I told you all this sun is this heat energy, so, you know, reigniting the flames of your current relationship is definitely a good idea. And while the moon is in Leo, along with the sun here, let me go ahead and tell you now so you'll know how long you got. To really charge this up and do it some justice, Ace of Swords, <laughs> um, Tuesday. Tuesday, 422 a.m., around the same time early this rising that the moon went into Leo, uh, it goes void in Leo, okay? So through Tuesday early rising, the sun and the moon are in Leo, really giving us, once again, like I started to show out, reminding you, it's like a blank slate. It's like a, a, a clear chalkboard. You can write what you want when it, as it relates to romance, as it relates to your inner child, as it relates to having fun, as it relates to games, as it relates to dancing and um, anything creative, creating anything. That's the energy of Leo and the fifth house that it governs is creative energy. That's why it governs children and romance because you get enough heat and romance going on, guess what you are going (laughs) to create? A child. So this is a favorable energy for that. Um, Just having fun. Girls night out. Guys night out. Um, Going on an adventure. Um, um, There's a sense of drama with it but it doesn't have to be a negative sense. It could just be being dramatic you might see this in other people where they're being they they putting a little they putting a little extra on it you know that's how I would say it you know they putting a little extra on it they being a little extra but it's just you know let them have their fun if they're not being uh, aggressively mean in nature with it let this is the season to let them have their fun um Pride is another key word for Leo, and so you may see some people, especially with this Mars energy involved, you may see some people not backing down because of pride, not necessarily because they're right, but because of pride, you know, is R. Kelly really just going to surrender and say, you know what, yeah, let me let these go, uh, is is Usher really gonna say? You know what? Yeah, I, I just been lying and cheating and spreading. You know, the gift that keeps on giving. You know, is Kevin Hart really? And I don't know the ins and outs of his situation, but I I can imagine just based on his history. I I, I it was hope. So, I was listening before that story broke. I was listening to a, a, his ex wife. I wouldn't listen, clearly I wouldn't, this was before the story broke, so it had nothing to do with him, although in this interview she was recounting kind of some things, but the basis of the interview was really just how she has chosen to, to really embody this Leo energy and just reestablish, She Leo governs actors, and she she's an actress, she's a performer, Leo governs performers. And so she was really just talking about how she's turned quote-unquote tragedy to triumph. The tragedy in her case that she was detailing in this interview was that she basically has like a similar story as like Mary Harvey with Steve Harvey. Like she was there in the trenches when he wasn't eight, nobody on a blip of anybody's radar, and she helped him come up. She, they were writing jokes together. She had certain contacts within the industry before he did, based on her Leo energy that was um, putting. She was doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like writing and stuff. And so she really kind of put him on in every sense of the word. And so she was really uh, the interviewer was kind of deep pointing that out and really gearing the interview towards that. That. You know, you have every right to be, you know, bitter and upset, especially because your ex is literally married to the woman that he cheated on you with, and all this stuff. And she just she she was highlighting her product line. She her she named her product line after her daughter, um, Heaven, and her middle name is Lee. So Heaven Lee. Uh, and that's the name of her product line for natural hair women with natural hair women with um, hair that's in a lock style. And so uh, it was, I, I love that interview. I, just, I don't know, well, the interviewer is a lady that I follow. Uh, her name is uh, Abiola Adams, I believe. And I just love us. I love black women. I love uh, when we when we do stand up firm in our power when we do fight back from and overcome disappointment and overcome personal challenges, uh, that's my story too. So I resonate and tend to be really drawn to women with those same stories. And it was like a day or two later, this dirty story came out about Kevin, but I was bringing him up because um, I'm talking about pride and that lower manifestational vibration. It doesn't have to be low vibes. You know, I was just bringing him up because I said, likely he's probably not going to come out and confess and all this stuff and just admit to any wrongdoings. Um, pride and high vibration is that very beautiful Leo energy that uh, the dear sister um, Tori heart was embodying that I appreciated so much, which was, is just, you know what, dadgummit, I may have had this trip for me. I may not get credit for that. I may be looked at as the the dark, ugly ex-wife, <laughs> but God damn it, I'm me. I'm here, I'm standing firm, I'm overcoming. I'm seeking out and confronting my fears um she she talked about all these techniques that she was exposed to over the years. She said I was a Christian, and you know somebody had suggested that I do this like medita oh no, that she fast and do this like meditation or something. And she said once that period of time for the fast was over, she kept doing it because it was just working so well. And so that's Leo energy. Stand up in that. Between now and Tuesday early rising, get, like harness this energy as much as you can. This this fearless, powerful, courageous, brave energy. Um, Leo also is... Um, because it governs performers, the energy of Leo can, can liken itself towards like being on stage or being in the spotlight seeking attention. Um, it's been my experience that you don't really have to seek attention. It's so crazy what you see on the Internet and read about things people are doing to garner attention. One of the latest stories I saw, this crazy, dear brother, he was, he, he you know, lower vibrational, dear brother, but he was um, doing a Facebook Live, so that, that way you're live streaming, right? And he was, in the, he was in a trap house. He was in a trap house on Facebook Live, flashing his money, And bragging about everything he had and, you know, that people need to get like him, (laughs) baby. I don't think nobody wants to get like him because about 10 minutes into that blasted stream, uh, the feds, and I mean the SWAT team, baby, was at that dough busting it down. I don't think he meant to broadcast that live, stream that. But that's, these are some of the things that have. It was another story where there was this young couple, the young Hispanic couple, uh, maybe in their late teens, maybe 18, 19, 20, something like that, had a child, another one on the way. But once again, Facebook Live, trying to get attention. Uh, they were wanting to increase the view, uh, the, the subscribers, or the views that they had, the likes. And so... Uh, you know, in their young mind, I just got through telling y'all, you if you ain't hit that 30-year mark, if you ain't had that set of returns, don't set up and say you know a goddamn thing. Don't set up and say you have on on the, the premise of nothing. You can't stand on nothing under that age, for sure, and say you're grown. You can be mature. There are some, you know, 20-somethings that are mature, that are responsible, but you... That thirty-year mark is is a is a mark in astrology for a reason, and so they they thought they got the bright idea to increase their life. That they were, I think it was the, the 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 young Hispanic guy that said, "Well, I'm gonna hold a book in front of my chest, a book now, a book like that you read. I'm gonna hold a book in front of my chest, and I want you to shoot it." And that's going to drive up our likes. Oh, she shot that book on his chest, baby. And uh, I don't know how many likes they got, but that dear, that young uh, child died. He died that day. And she got to have uh, that second baby without him for likes. The intention, the motivation, I keep mentioning Mars, and motivation behind our actions was likes. Leo is an energy where you can be proud, and it is an energy where you can get attention, but you don't have to seek it. We've got the five of swords in the future and our week ahead. The thing that we're seeking out and confronting is fears. We're not seeking out life. We're seeking out and confronting fears because we have a divine opportunity with this new moon shining chiron to heal. That is a gift that's being given to us if we open ourselves up to it. That's what we're seeking out, healing. That's what we're seeking out, confronting fears. We're confronting fears because Leo energy is brave and courageous like a lion. We like the sun coming out. Rising Strong Proud Every goddamn planetary body In the solar system In our solar system Revolves around the sun The sun ain't got to uh, seek out attention And say, come on Mars Why don't you rotate around me real quick Come on Venus You know you want to rotate around me Hey Jupiter, here I am Don't you want to rotate around me No <laughs> Maybe the sun, it just do what it do, and and everybody else falls in line. That's that's low vibrational, Leo, if you're having to try to seek attention. It never works out. I just got to telling y'all two stories right now. Where the poor babies, they just didn't even live to tell their own story. All right, I'm going to move on. Um, just remember that Leo is a creative energy, and, and come on. We got this square to Uranus and it, at this time, and it's inc- that's another um, manifestation, high vibrational manifestation of Uranus, especially since we're dealing with the square and it could be challenging. Think outside the box, get creative. That's how I came up with this whole no thing earlier uh, last last week sometime. It was just like, you know what? Because was, what was happening, I was thinking of ways I had, I'm going to tell you what happened. I had, uh, there's somebody in my life <laughs> that I have to be around. I have to see them. Not often, but I do have to see them from time to time. And I've ne- there's never been a time that this person's birthday has passed since I've known them that I haven't gotten them a card. But I feel a certain type of way about this person due to recent events that have uh, put them in a light that uh, is not favorable coming from me. I don't look at them in any kind of way except scum and dirt on the bottom of the damn shoe. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm always challenging myself, especially being a sister's Um, I'm always challenging myself to rise above. I'm always challenging myself to find a higher vibration. I'm always challenging myself to expand and grow beyond any perceived limitation. And I'm always challenging myself to love. One of the beautiful gifts uh, that my mom left me, she would always challenge us to kill them with kindness. And I used to look upside her head like, okay, um, probably not. (laughs) I'd rather just kill them with a knife or a gun or my words or whatever, my bare hands, let's get it, let's go. I told her I had a temper and was violent. (laughs) And she would always say, kill them with kindness. And uh, so I had (laughs) to I had actually got a birthday card for this person, and it was like, huh? it was like this year flash of insight eureka moment that I came upon this card, and it was so perfect. It was so goddamn petty. As a matter of fact, I got the card right here, <laughs> and it was it was a dog. It said on the front of the card, it's a dog on top of this sign that says, keep out, right? Mm-hmm. And inside the card, I couldn't believe it was a birthday card. It was so crazy. I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Inside the card, and see, I pulled it out, and I must have got, like, some grease stains or something on it, which is further confirmation that I made up my mind to the right decision not to give this person this card. But inside the card, (laughs) I couldn't believe it, y'all. It says, (laughs) bad decision. This is a birthday card now. Bad decisions make great stories. Happy birthday. <laughs> I must have died three times when I saw that card. I said, yes. God, him, herself, must have put this card in my path to give to this trifling person because I don't want to give them a card no way. I really want to give them two to the head and three to the gut and not say silly butts out. And so I got home with the card <laughs> I was just, you know, once again, I'm always trying to make sure I'm making the highest decision possible just because I'm like Usher and Mike Vick and I got to live with with the consequences of my decision. And with this Mars energy, I got to look at my motivation. What do I really want out of this situation if I give this person this card? What am I expecting to get out of it? And nothing I could come up with was anything good. I said, well, hell, if I'd have got a card like that, um, I'd probably tear it up and throw it away, you know, like, really? you going to give me this silly-ass card, really? And um, I decided and said that the better thing is just not to give this person a card at all. I think that would be a better thing than to stir up some, especially under this energy, y'all. Y'all got to watch this energy that we're in right now because, uh Motivation is everything. The 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 actions that we take are very critical right now. This isn't this, this, a time you can just do what be, impu- that's a more vibrational manifestation of Mars, impulsiveness, rash decisions. You ain't thought not a damn thing through. I told y'all that the overall card was the A4. You got to think. You got to use your mental energy. You got to be brave. Being brave don't mean cussing out who you want to cuss out. That don't take bravery. You can be silly and cut somebody out. It takes bravery to think first. Okay? And so um, I I began, I was bringing that up because of what I'm admonishing you guys to do is to be creative and utilize this Uranus energy, even though it's a little challenging. It didn't come to me right away. Y'all see, I actually bought the card. So at a certain point, I thought it was a good idea. (laughs) But but upon further in, introspection, um, it it I, I was able to come up with a creative way to not only not give them a card at all, but to uh, you know utilize my voice and take a stand. And the the whole reason, the whole motivation behind me wanting to send a clear message to this person about their bad decisions. I told y'all, the card says bad decisions make great stories. And it's some bad decisions that they've been making that I know about firsthand that nobody told me. I was freaking there on multiple occasions. And, I, and it's just not right. It's an R. Kelly type of situation, and the shit ain't right. And I'm not a fake person. So as many birthdays of this person, I've been around them. This this year is different. I can't just hug this person like you ain't over here fucking up. Lies. I can't just hand this person a card that says all these beautiful, passionate, loving things that I always iterate to people that I, I care about, especially at a time of the year when it's about celebrating their lives. I can't. Front or front? That's not my makeup. That ain't how a super sad do it. <laughs> so yeah I'm admonishing you guys to be creative, okay? Especially leading up to Tuesday early rising. It's not that you. Were. We got all there's the whole time that the moon is waxing and growing and its intensity for this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius on August 7th. We got all this time. I'm telling you, between now. And Tuesday early rising, the energy is potent. The energy is strong. The energy is powerful. So take divine advantage, okay? Um. Also, I haven't broke down this and I hadn't even got through the stuff I was going to say about it, but I've really said it all. Um. Tomorrow, Monday. Uh, the 24th, 9.54 a.m. Central, Venus opposes Saturn at 21 degrees, uh, Venus at 21 degrees, Gemini, and Saturn at 21 degrees, Sagittarius. The last time it was in alignment was last year, June 3rd, and it'll be, it won't be uh, in this alignment again until next year, May 26th, okay? So this is a pretty rare thing. It only pretty much happens annually. So take divine advantage of this. As well. That's why I told you, so y'all, it's a lot of stuff going on this week, so I just wanted to briefly break it down these energies so you can be looking out for it. Now, with Venus, I, Venus governs love and our affections and what we value and what we appreciate, like our possessions and money and socializing. You know, there's, there's that on one side. I broke down these opposing energies when I was talking about the sun and the moon at a full moon, when I was talking about Mars and Pluto at the last full moon in Capricorn. And now I'm talking to you about it from the standpoint of Venus on one end and Saturn on the other end. I just told you what Venus represents. Saturn? (laughs) Yeah. Saturn governs Capricorn, and it represents, like, a lot of things people don't want to hear about and think about and talk about and deal with, like Loneliness, like sadness, like depression, like restriction, like delay, like self discipline or discipline, period. Okay? So you don't really want to think about those keywords when you're thinking about your love and your money and your possessions and socializing. But since it's happening anyway, we might as well get in on the highest vibrations of the energy, right? So, honestly, this isn't necessarily the best time for socializing. Maybe here near the beginning of the week, we need to kind of appreciate Venus um, as much as we can, what alone time can do for us, what paring down, this is another Saturn key word, what paring down our social life can kind of do for us. It's pretty cool that it's happening at the beginning of a week maybe, Today, even on Sunday, when you weren't necessarily at work, uh, you you weren't necessarily just out and about like you normally are. But you know, it should shouldn't be too bad since a lot of people are going back to work tomorrow on Monday. But uh, even at work, you know, um, maybe you're just not feeling like stand by, standing by the water cooler and shooting the breeze, and you want to you'd rather go to your car and read while well, it's kind of hot. But um, <laughs> Maybe, you know, just kind of do something off to yourself. Um, so it's not a good time to address head on since it is this opposition. What is the opposition? It's like tug of war where somebody's on one end as well, somebody's on the other. And if we're talking about love here and this strong, Saturn energy that is not really conducive for loving relationships, except when I kind of, wanted to skip to the high vibrations of it all so you can kind of see that there's a light in this alignment as well. Except when uh, maybe it pertains to harmonizing with Saturnian people in your life. You know, it is a straight line. So that's direct access to these Saturnian energies, like a parent, okay? Um uh, Having a, a, a mature conversation with a parent or a mentor that's a Saturnian type person in your life, or a teacher, or an authority figure, you know, someone who's an authority on a particular ma- matter, okay? Maybe especially an authority on the news and matters like relationships, like finances, okay? And and maybe it really cannot involve another person. Maybe you really need to pare it down and just have some new time when it comes to certain things here this week, where you're taking on the you're embodying this Saturnian energy. So you're you're taking the more practical that's a Saturn keyword. You're taking a more practical approach to your love and your finances and your possessions and the things that you value. You're taking a more mature approach. You're taking a more authoritative approach. You're taking a more disciplined approach to love and finances, okay? That's a positive manifestation. It may not be the most fun. Saturn was never, <laughs> that wasn't a key word I mentioned when I said Saturn. None of it was fun. We are in the season of fun, so you can make it a game. You can, you can be creative, get creative with it and find some enjoyment. And maybe that's the, one of the Venus opposite Saturn lessons for you. I told you Venus is appreciation. Maybe you need to appreciate more uh, what, what having time alone can do for you. Value. Venus is what we value. Maybe you can find a way creatively to value more uh, what being mature and responsible. Maybe for you, you know, you're having to realize that, you know, I got to grow up. You know, Saturn's about growing up. I got to grow up and be mature and maybe I can't you know, party three days out of the week like I used to do or like I really want to do. And I need to conserve. Saturn wants us to pare down. Maybe I need to pare down some elements in my social life that Venus governs. So this, this is, has a lot to do with self-development, okay? This has a lot to do with preparation. Once again, we're, this is a preview of coming attractions right now, and this may be the universe's way of reminding us, you may want to get serious about this time before these eclipses because you're not going to have time to get ready once they hit. Just like the eclipse season, I got kicked out. I didn't have no – thank God I have – I mean, Sagittarius is about prophecy and, you know, <laughs> like I feel like I have a lot of natural gifts that just keep me on this vibration of staying ahead. And so when I get, got kicked out, it was a shock and a blow. I've never been kicked out of a goddamn thing, so I didn't have no reference point for that. It was like, wait, what? What does that mean? Like like I got to leave today? And, you know, the person actually said I had a week, but I was out that next day, baby. You ain't got to tell me but once. I ain't never got kicked out of nothing. So all I knew was that means you got to go. And so thank, thankfully I had been – the thing about it was, was I was in a place that, that wasn't my own home that had my name on it like I am in now, a place I can't get kicked out of. And so <laughs> – uh, you know, I was already in a mode that I'm only here temporarily, so I, I think that helped. Was that I, whenever I have lived someplace that wasn't my own, I tend not to unpack. <laughs> I tend not to unpack. I tend to, you know, so I it was in a way I was kind of ready. I didn't know that that was going to happen, <laughs> but I think my spirit knew, my energy knew, and I was ready to go. And so remember that with this alignment of Venus and Saturn, that it is about preparation. And so you can't really, if you're out at the bar three nights a week, (laughs) you can't really focus. Saturn is really practical. It wants you to focus. It wants you to pare down, trim the fat, quit doing a lot of extra when it comes to the socializing. Well, Venus also governs the finances, so when it comes to the spending and the closing, keep doing all that. You don't know what the hell is coming up this eclipse season. You may have to spend out. You might want to conserve them finances. You might want to pare down that spending. Okay. Um, any debt, you might want to pay them off. Okay, or at least get organized and have a plan for when you you could. Hey, eclipses don't have to be, you know, getting kicked out and losing jobs. Eclipses can be something awesome and wonderful. And if you do get a windfall, you need to have a plan for how you're going to dish that out. Okay, well, a certain amount is off top. I'm going to go to this debt and get that paid off, and then I'm going to line this up so I don't even have to worry about that anymore. Going forward, Saturn is about responsibility. So when it stands opposite what we value in our possessions and our uh, uh, our relationships, then it's a really good time as opposed to going out, hanging out, kicking it, spending, splurging, uh overindulging, You know, Venus is about pleasure. Okay, and so maybe it's the time to pare a little bit of that down. As you're preparing for something, you don't know what you're preparing for. I didn't know what I was preparing for. But when the shit hit the goddamn fan, I felt immediately in line. I didn't need a week. How you going to kick somebody out <laughs> and tell them they got a week? If you kick me out, I'm gone. <laughs> if you were born with Venus opposite Saturn in your natal chart like Jimi Hendrix and Lisa Bonet, Richard Pryor, Jesse Jackson, Jackie Robinson, and Diane Carroll, then this energy, you know, like how it's aligning here tomorrow on Monday, let's just say whatever babies are born tomorrow, they'll have in their natal chart like Jackie Robinson and Jimi Hendrix, this alignment. And so these people have... um, They tend to have a difficult time forming loving relationships, okay? Uh, They may have um, experienced early in their childhood, um, you know, I told y'all Venus has a social aspect to it, and and their social skills may have been underdeveloped or not developed, you know, not really developed at all, Um, And in their adult life, they don't really understand. They they didn't ever gain an understanding of why that was. And so they tend to be people that have felt unworthy or inadequate, insecure, like there's something wrong with them, you know. Well, how come I don't have, you know, regular relationships like other people? How come I don't relate to people like like everybody else does? And so they may have... um, Taking on some guilt that didn't belong to them, like like literally it's something wrong with them, and it really not it really not wasn't necessarily something wrong with them, but that that feeling may have been reinforced in their life, and so they're gonna believe that it was something wrong with them or is something wrong with them because they tended to experience a lack of affection. What I tell y'all about Saturn, it pairs down in terms of fact it restricts it delays, it denies. And so when you're talking about love standing opposite that, it can play out in somebody's life who was born under this as, you know, being criticized as a child or ostracized, especially by Saturnian people, like a parent, that parents, like an authority figure, like a teacher, these Saturnian people I mentioned, okay? And so, you know, these people have to learn that they're not bad people, there's nothing to feel guilty about, but they do have to learn Self-love, they do have to learn, self-appreciation. Saturn is about delays. I've told y'all that a few times. And so these people tend to delay in their growth in this area of social, social area of their life. They tend to be late bloomers, okay, and on into their adulthood. You may know some adults. It's like, dang, are you ever going to grow up? Are you ever going to get it? And if they have an alignment sort of like this, many others, but one like this for sure, it's going to play out that way. And so these people at some point have to recognize and admit that their problems that they're experiencing in their social life stem from their their own inferiority complex they have about themselves. And then that's half the battle right there, just recognizing it, having a conscious awareness that this is what is going on. And they they can begin to make up for some of the lost time that the delay and the late blooming has caused by taking on what it what I tell y'all sat and represent taking on responsibility, maturity, making a practical decision and stop blaming themselves and others and forgiving the people that are that had a role to play in them feeling this way. The people that that withheld affection from them and restricted affection from them, okay? Uh, There's there's a way, there's there's no bad chart. There's no bad alignment. Whatever chart you were born with, there's a way to get on top of them energies and get out from under them, Okay. Also on Monday, yes, tomorrow, Mercury. <laughs> I have the nerve to say yes, like I'm excited. No, Mercury is my chart ruler, but <laughs> I'm learned, I'm really learning to love Mercury retrograde, too. It's an awesome time for a lot of uh, spiritual work to be done uh, as I'm learning and experiencing over the years. But at 10.15 a.m. Central tomorrow, Mercury does enter the retrograde shadow at 28 degrees Leo, and um so as of tomorrow, uh, later in the rising, we're good, th- themes, come on, themes that are playing out in conversation, in travel, in communication, in, uh, in, in you know, moves you're making, dealings, negotiations. They're going to come back around now. I'm here to tell you, we're entering the shadow phase. That means... Everything that goes on from that point until Mercury actually stations retrograde next month, we're going to cover that ground again. That's what a retrograde is. The very point that we start tomorrow, we're going to hit it again when Mercury retrogrades. And at the point that it stations back direct from being retrograde, it'll be at the same point that it's going to be at tomorrow rising and then it's going to go forward again, and th- and then it's going to be done. It's going to move back into new territory. So we're going to be hitting this area once as it goes forward as of tomorrow. We're going to hit it twice for the second time when it goes back, and then when it stationed direct, we're going to hit it for the third time as it goes forward and moves on into new territory. So get familiar with what's going on in your conversations, in your business dealings, in your relationship dealings, because um, it's, it's going to come up again. It's going to play out. Um, some practical things to start doing as of tomorrow, backing up your stuff. You hear me? Backing up your, your information, if anything you use to communicate with, computer, telephone, back it up, Okay. Anything, any communications with loved ones, uh, clear the air. Make sure you're working on clearing the air, okay? Um, any important documents, uh, anything that's locked with a password, update your passwords. If you've been using the same password for 30 years, change it, okay? So something could happen. Change it and make sure you put it in a place where you can access it, okay? Uh And that nobody else can access it. Um, And then catch up on any, once again, there's this similar energy to this Venus opposition Saturn. If you got some stuff to handle, paperwork, bills, catch up on that stuff. You don't want to wait until it's too late. I was uh, talking to somebody last week, consulting, and uh, I just, the whole premise of this show staying ahead to keep from having to get ahead. Because guess what? Early is on time for my for the ones that's already gotten eclipse packages from me. They're on time, baby. These eclipses are gonna hit, and they gonna be like, "Ah, yeah, baby, I've been ready. You know, I already knew what was coming, and I prepared my energy. And I and then the people who, you know, astrology's for suckers. (laughs) You know, the people that's like, oh, that astrology stuff is of the devil. And the Christmas hit, and they looking like, uh, I got a week to do what uh I got to do what by uh on time is late. Early is on time, and on time is late. If you're not doing if you're if you're being reactive instead of proactive, you're late. It's going to be too late then. I'm not saying too late to make a difference. But I'm telling you, if you're ahead of time, if you're early, then you can be ready instead of having to get ready. You can move go if somebody kicks you out and tell you, you got a week, you can move out the next day and be sleeping on a pillowy, cushiony look, and not on the street. Thank God, I never had to spend a night on the street. All right. Um, later on, uh, tomorrow rising, uh, 11.33 a.m. Central, Mercury chimes Uranus. So Mercury goes into the shadow phase and immediately chimes Uranus, okay? Um, the last Mercury chimes Uranus happened November 26th of last year, and the next one's going to happen November 25th of this year, okay? So this is is definitely, I told y'all about the Uranus energy because it's playing a significant role in this new moon, this first new moon in Leo, coloring the next 28 days, okay? And I told y'all the way to vibrate high on this Uranus energy is come on, step outside of the box. Think outside of the box. Step outside of your comfort zone. Um, Shift into, be willing. Be willing and ready to shift into a new direction. Be willing to download and receive flashes of insight and flashes of awareness, eureka moments. When you get a eureka moment, goddammit, that means it's time to move. Uh, Uranus governs electricity. The, the defibrillators, they put on people to shock them back to life. When you, if you on that slab and you get shocked back to life, what that mean when you come back? It's time to do something different. Whatever the hell you did to get on that slab, don't do that no more. And so this is the energy of Uranus. It's opening our Mercury is our mind, and Uranus is this awareness. We're being, our minds are being open to new awareness. That should help us. The, um, the uh, moon will still be in Leo tomorrow when this Mercury, Chanda, Uranus happens. The, be creative. Be willing to think outside of the box. Be open to new possibilities. We could be getting some wonderfully exciting news. We could be giving some exciting news, some some news that'll kind of change things suddenly and unexpectedly. That's the energy of this Mercury um, shine Uranus. And the key, whenever Uranus pops up, I always encourage people to stay flexible. You can act like that's what I don't care what's going on. The planets eventually line up to where change has to happen. You don't have to want to change. Baby, Mercury Uranus is happening. That's going to usher in some change, whether you want it or not. These eclipses, are we're getting a preview of their coming attractions. That's going to switch some stuff, whether you want it switched up or not. You might as well open yourself up and get real comfortable with change and get real flexible and adaptable and ready to turn some corners when the opportunity presents itself. If you don't take the opportunity when it comes, it will be forced upon you. Don't be the fool that's in the position of usher. Oh, you don't want to tell people your status? Well, guess what? It's being forced upon you now. Kevin Hart, you don't want to do right by your wife, and once again, I do not know the details of your situation, but just on the strength of what... It has the history that could possibly be repeating itself, it's being forced upon him. He going to have to switch something up. He got the shock of his life because I bet you he didn't think some footage was going to get put out. And think if he would have initiated the change himself instead of having to wait until it's thrust upon him. Think if Usher would have initiated the change himself. I'm going to stop sleeping with people and not telling them what's going on and I'm going to stop cheating on my wife. That's the, the, it's a trying Mercury trying Uranus. It's a gift. Take advantage of the gift. It's an easy, effortless flow. But whether you want to take advantage of it or not, it's still uh, the effortless flow. It's, that means it's that much easier for some change to flow to you. You might as well like it, get ready for it, and initiate it yourself instead of it having to be thrust upon you. Bury your routine. That's what Uranus is talking about. You've been doing, I've been doing it this way for 30 years. Okay, well, it's Leo season. Why don't you make a game out of, Leo, keyword game, fun, uh, 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 inner child, letting your inner child come out and play. Come on, why don't you make a game of and especially here at a new moon with the blank slate and the, and the uh, clean uh, chalkboard, why don't you brainstorm? This is the time of brainstorming. Well, what are some new creative ways? One of the key words for Uranus is new and breakthrough and inventive. What are some inventive ways that I can get the same objective accomplished, but with some new, fresh, revitalizing Uh, uh, invigorating shock back to life energy because this has become stale and lifeless and and unpredictable and boring and regular with some of the little time that we have left that kind of brings me uh, back to the cards I told y'all about the overall cards the ace of fours and I told y'all about the future card, the five of fours I don't need to go back to that but I didn't mention to y'all the past card, the Six of Cups, and the present card, the Ten of Cups. The present card, the Ten of Cups, which is happiness and success and peace and joy and family, fulfillment, the end of hostility, good fortune that comes after difficulty. And one of the supporting cards I drew, which is what made me think of it, was the Four of Cups that supports the past and the present. And that talks about being bored. So this present energy, I read the present as the present and the near future. I read the future as the far out future. So this Five of Swords may be more toward the end of the week or something that's affecting us more long term, kind of like I was mentioning in my situation with the person I bought the card for. It may not happen this week, but, you know, coming up here sooner than later, I'm going to get an opportunity to flex my five of on the day, and it's not going to be through a, a petty card. <laughs> it's going to be through, you know, uh, me utilizing my my head and, and analyzing my motivation and u- using my mental force in this sword's energy for good and not for pettiness, okay? Um, but this four of cups that is supporting the the past of the Six of Cups and the present of the Ten of Cups is telling me to tell y'all that it's going to be us taking the initiative to get outside of, if there's any areas in your life where you're bored or disinterested in your relationship with your job, um, you know, uh, with just your life, you don't, you don't do nothing but just watch TV and, you know, uh, that's your life. If you're not at work, you're watching TV. If you're not at work, you're, you're scrolling through social media. If you're not at work, you're, you know, sleeping. If, if that is the energy, that's the lower vibrational manifestation of the four of cups. The high vibration of the four of cups, is going within and meditating, waxing philosophical, being picky and selective, okay? This, this, this new moon season time, especially while the moon is in uh, Leo, like I said, up until Tuesday early rising, think of this as more of the, of the time to write down and brainstorm on the blank canvas, on the blank sheet of paper, just go wild. Have fun. It's Leo season. Have fun. Let your inner child come out and play. Just just get ridiculous with it. Just, you know, sh- I want to do this, and I want to do that, and I want to do That's not boring. You're not going to be bored while you're doing that. Then as we progress, getting closer to this full moon where the seed that we choose okay, from that brainstorm, then you pick one or two things to focus on that you're most interested in, that you you believe that will bring you the most of this Ten of Cups in our present, the most joy, the most peace and happiness, the most fulfillment that will make you glow. That's another key word for uh, the Ten of Cups, glowing, satisfaction, supreme satisfaction. Pick your one or two things and you focus on that. While the moon is waxing and the energy is adding to. And like I told y'all, with the seeds being planted, they, while they're getting watered and while the sun light is feeding it, you pick one or two things that you want to feed and you want to nurture and you want to see by August 7th. Come on, it's a goddamn eclipse. You don't think that it's going to be important what seeds we're working on sowing and watering and nurturing up to this full this moon? Being a lunar eclipse in Aquarius that's ruled by Uranus? Uranus is the cure of boredom, baby. You can't be bored when something sudden and unexpected goes on. Let something pop up and you're bored. All of a sudden, you're going to have something to do. You ain't going to be no time to watch TV or flow through social media. You're going to be real engaged. I am giving a word, a word of wisdom to say you initiate that change. Don't wait for lightning to strike. <laughs> Don't wait for an eclipse to hit. You set the tone for change. That's the key word of uh, even the five of swords in our future position. That literally is Venus in Aquarius. I just told y'all Uranus rose Aquarius. So Venus in Aquarius with the five of swords tell me you love it. Venus brings the ease and the comfort to the Aquarius energy of change. Once again, with the five of swords, we're speaking out and confronting that which we're afraid of. Maybe you've been bored and out your mind. So, hell, you scared. You you scared of taking the initiative in a certain area because maybe in your past history, you've seen that when you take the initiative, you fuck up. Or when you take the initiative, it don't quite work out that well. Well, hell, you just going to not do nothing and initiate nothing for the rest of your life? That's, a, that's called being afraid. That's a fear. And you need to seek out and confront that fear. So say it's the cards and my cards don't lie. You need to overcome, the five of swords says, you need to overcome disappointment. You need to overcome personal challenges that you've experienced in the past. You need to fight back, fight boredom, fight stagnancy and change, fight being a couch potato. This new moon in Leo is aligned directly with Mars. Mars wants to goddamn do something. Do something, lest you damn do nothing, and some BS is done to you. The energy is going to play out in everybody's life. Which end of the energy are you going to be on? And what we have coming from the past, like I've mentioned, is the Six of Cups. I read the past as something we're bringing with us into the present and the future. We already have it. And the Six of Cups is just the simple joy. It don't have to be nothing extravagant that you end up focusing on. It could just be, look, this is a time of Leo and fun. It could just be to allow your inner child. I'm going to go to the park once a week starting this week. I'm going to um, stimulate my mind. We got Mercury trying Uranus, and, and I'm opening my mind up. I'm going to stimulate my mind. I'm going to do a minute. A, a, Uh, A mental game. I'm going to play a mental game. I sent uh, a couple, a few weeks ago, uh, there was a Mercury-Mars alignment, and I was encouraging my mama's baby to at least do something practical with the energy. I sent them a link to, uh, I believe it was the CNN website. Uh, They have a a page for games, and a lot of them are mental games, you know. So I said, well, hell, that's the one way to get this energy out Where, 'cause, because hell, the mind is a muscle. You know this from the stuff coming out about Alzheimer's and dementia. You've got to work that much. And so it could. Do, once again, I'm giving you some ideas centered around this Leo energy that wants to have fun, that wants to enjoy itself, that wants to play games, that wants to allow our inner child to come out, and something new outside of the box, outside of your regular routine, stepping outside of boredom, fighting that boredom. And the Six of Cups in our past tells me it's going to be a simple joy. So the Six of Cups is the freaking card of childhood. Innocence, contentment, healing gifts. I put that in the show, not because of the card, but because of the uh, aspect of Tyron, the gift, healing gifts. I told you my cards don't lie. The healing gift is already ours. That's why it's in the past position because it's in a trine. We don't have to do nothing but open up and receive it, and you can't be open when you're stuck. You can't be open when you're stagnant. You can't be open when you're bored and you're not doing nothing to get out of that bored energy. Six of cups, the past that we're coming from, another key word is Familiarity. Be courageous in this Leo season. Be brave like the lion and the lioness. Be brave like our dear sister Tori Hart. Uh, once again, it was her lioness energy before any of this Kevin Hart stuff came out that was inspiring me and encouraging me to step out of, from everything that's been familiar. to us. She didn't do it on her. She didn't willingly do it. That crap was thrusted upon her. And that's what I'm encouraging y'all to not be false prey to and victim of is having something thrust on you. When you, I'm sure there were signs that she was seeing well before she found out she was being cheated on. That that showed her she needed to damn do something different. And I got just mere seconds left, and that that pretty much is it. The only other card that came up that's in the background, it doesn't hold a major position, but it's it's there. And it's the Queen of Pentacles. And I just want to encourage y'all with the energy of this Queen of Pentacles to tend to yourselves. That's the Venus opposite to Saturn coming through again, too. Take care. Be responsible. Take care. This is the card of the healer. And so that energy is coming through again. Tend to yourself. Nurture yourself, this Queen of Pentacles that monitors us. Be big hearted. That's more Leo energy. Be cautious and endeavor to, to uh, make your home, home within you, a stable place. And then you can be courageous and brave when it comes to having you step outside of the home and make power move and stand up and say no and fight back. I wish I wasn't running out of time, y'all. I really love y'all. I appreciate your listenership. I'll have the link up for the eclipses tomorrow. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I'll catch y'all later in the week on Wednesday for the week ahead. All right. Peace.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.